Welcome back to Kaidan Japanese Scary Stories. This is Ryoko. And this is Kat. I hope everyone had a nice and safe Thanksgiving. <laughs> safe. Safe. Emphasis on safe. I hope mm-hmm. you all social distanced and ate Thanksgiving by yourself alone in your home. <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> but I... But yes. <laughs> but yeah. So we are back again. This week we have kind of one urban legend e story mm-hmm. and one romantic <laughs> story. <laughs> well, no, romantic is the wrong word, but one um sexy story. <laughs> so <laughs> we hope you enjoy. <laughs> Here's the first story. So this story is from Yuen Kanata, and I heard this one from the Thriller Night YouTube channel. So for this story, it's something he heard from a friend from his hometown, and it's a story about elevators. A lot of apartments in Japan have like these small elevators, and his friend decided one day to test an urban, popular urban legend. Uh, how to go to a parallel universe like isekai and this urban legend was super popular a while back i know i saw a lot of people doing it a while back um the gist of it is that you have to press the buttons to multiple floors and someone comes into the elevator in one of the floors then the elevator has to go to the bottom floor then it's all set if you make it to the top floor next without meeting anyone else when the door opens, that top floor will be the isekai parallel world. How often do you have to do this to ensure that somebody's <laughs> gonna get in with you? So that's the thing. The chance is always that somebody will get in or it'll mess up at some mm-hmm. point. So if you're able to do it, you're able to get to this parallel universe. And this is just an urban legend, but he was super curious because it was popular at the time. So he decides to try this. And the rules for this urban legend are slightly different from region to region, but according to his friend, he managed to fulfill all of them. So he did all the steps, he went down all the way to the first floor, and now all he had to do was go to the top floor. So the elevator starts climbing up, and he passes the second floor, third floor, fourth floor, then the elevator stops at the fifth floor. And there's still more floors to go to the top. So he gets super bummed out. And he was like, oh, he was, I was so close. I'm like, who's getting on on the fifth floor on an elevator going up? And the door opens and it's an old woman. And she's like kind of crooked. She's bent forward. She's like an old woman. And she has a little like shopping cart, you know, the ones mm-hmm. the old people push. And she gets on and he's thinking to himself he's like, man, well, I guess it wasn't meant to be. Like, he can't be helped. Why is she carrying the shopping cart up? Well, <laughs> so he's, since it's like a, all a failure now, he decides to get off the elevator because mm-hmm. there's no point going up with this old lady. So he's kind of getting off and he's giving a little bow and he starts leaving as he's like still kind of thinking bitter thoughts to himself. Like, damn, if only this old woman didn't ruin this for me. And as they pass each other, the grandma smiles at him. And then suddenly she's crooked. She suddenly straightens up, straight up. And right by his ears, she says, don't do this anymore. (laughs) And he said he yelled (laughs) and he jumped away and he looked back into the elevator, but the grandma was gone. 
And this scared him so much, he ran all the way down the stairs and he never tried to do this again. He's not sure if he was maybe really close to going to that parallel universe and he was maybe saved or something. Like, it's if that's the case, that's really good for him. But he said it was still a super chilling experience. <laughs> and yeah, I really like this story because, I mean, it's it's creepy but also it does seem like she was maybe trying to save him yeah because yeah. they do say like if you who knows if you succeed because on the other side because no one comes back right if you actually yeah. made it so i mean i guess it's like we in isekai manga it's always so fantastical to like mm-hmm. go to a parallel universe because it's always like a fantasy world but how in... are we sure that the parallel world is like a good world in this one, I hear that you'll know that you're in a parallel world when the top door opens and you're in a universe just by yourself. That sucks. <laughs> Why do you want that? I don't want to be alone. Just to see if you can, I guess. Uh, that sounds stupid because, I mean, I guess hopefully you don't get stuck in it. But, I mean, if there's no clarification, then mm-hmm. obviously you do get stuck. <laughs> yeah, if this is a real thing, it's an urban legend. If it is a real thing, I'm assuming nobody came back from it yeah. to tell the tale. I mean, somebody had to to tell the tale, but I guess. And actually, so for the one that's like the most like the generic one that goes around is that to get to the isekai world, <laughs> quote unquote, is first you get onto the elevator and you have to make sure you're alone. And then two when the elevator when on the elevator, you have to go to the fourth floor, then the second floor, sixth floor, second floor, and then the tenth floor. And if someone gets on while you're doing all this, then it's it's over. It's failed. Mm-hmm. And once you when you reach the tenth floor, press the button for the fifth floor without getting off. And then when you reach the fifth floor, a young girl will get on and don't talk to her when she does. And when she presses the button for the first floor, you just go down. And then, oh, sorry. No, it doesn't go down. There's so, too many steps in this one already. <laughs> <laughs> so when she gets on, you press the button for the first floor. And when you press the button, the elevator will go all the way to the 10th floor rather than go down to the first. And while it's going up, if you press the button for another floor, the steps will fail. But this is also the last chance if you want to quit. If you don't want to go to this parallel universe, that's your last chance hmm. to get out of it. And once you pass the ninth ninth floor and you're at the tenth, then it's you've succeeded. And once again, who knows who succeeded? This is too many steps. There's a lot of... I feel like <laughs> I need like a piece of paper to do this. <laughs> <laughs> that's way, way too much effort. Though, I mean, I guess the easy way is to just go to an up. I guess, like, either a apartment complex when everyone's working or an abandoned building mm-hmm. that still has a functioning elevator. Then you could maybe do this. So this was a very popular urban legend that was going around. I don't know who started it, but I think there's also, like, games and stuff based on it. Like, it's a very interesting concept. I wonder who came up with it. Yeah. I don't know. For all the isekai manga I read, it's usually just they get hit by a car and they It's always a car, Yeah. <laughs> So this is more complicated than that. Yeah. And I think you just have to want to go to a parallel universe of you some sort. You want to be by yourself. I mean, I guess if you desperately want to be by yourself and you want to go to another world, like, you're willing to take that jump. <laughs> or you're just bored and there's an elevator. <laughs> 
But for the most part, since it's so complicated, I feel like you, it does. It's made so that it's not supposed to succeed. Mm. So it's very interesting. It was an interesting urban legend that was going around. Mm. And this grandma straightening up is... <laughs> I mean, I'm sure she's just a kind grandma, but yeah. it's very interesting. Yeah, I mean, it'd be funny if it was just, like, a grandma who was, like, just bending over and then she straightens up and it's like, you youngsters! Don't play with the elevator. Don't play with the elevator. But he turned around and she was gone, so... Mm. It's a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> from the parallel universe? Or maybe she's just from the elevator. Yeah. Like, this apartment complex. Yeah. But, interesting. It's a nice story. Creepy nice story. So this story is from Kunisawa Issei. He is, or I think he still is. He's a comedian. They're all comedians. (laughs) He's a comedian, scary storyteller, and I think he's one of the regular storytellers at the Thriller Night Mm. Horror Bar. Anyway, this is one of the stories I really love from him. And this story is something that happened to his friend Nishiyama. I mean, he added this on when he was telling the story. Like, his friend Nishiyama is, like, always horny. (laughs) (laughs) So his friend Nishiyama had gone to a mixer party with four guys, four girls. And the mixer took place at a karaoke place. And not just Nishiyama, but everyone there was, like, there to hook up. Like, the girls and the guys. So, like, they got the karaoke place, but within an hour of being at the karaoke room, like, people paired off and disappeared. (laughs) So, the first pair, like, they leave, and then the second pair leaves, and Nishiyama and this girl named Miki-chan were the next pair that left together. And they just, like, left the last pair in the room. And the area that the karaoke place was located was surrounded by love hotels. Which, I know it's, like, for people who don't know what, I don't know, it's, I don't think we have them here. Like we just have regular short, hotels. It's like a short-term hotel. Yeah, like, you could rent it for. for. For doing it, yeah. For love. <laughs> yeah, a love hotel. <laughs> so, yeah, you can rent it for, like, an hour, two hours, the whole night. It doesn't matter. It's, like, slightly cheaper rates. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of them in Japan. Oh, and I guess I. Uh, to, like, I guess the reason why they have so many is just, like, it's probably easier to do that there than, like, in an apartment that you share with your parents or roommate. (laughs) Yes, probably that's, like, definitely one of the reasons why. I also want to go see one because I know Oh, yeah, a lot of them are themed and it's pretty cool. Like, I mean, it looks a little bit different from regular. Some of them do just look like regular hotels, but a lot of them are themed. Yeah, I saw one where it was, like, like, like castle themed yes, and like yes, rotating yeah. bed <laughs> rotating bed like mechanical <laughs> bed like ridiculously themed themed ones. so it's kind of fun i have heard of people just like friends going to it to check out the room and stuff <laughs> so anyway the karaoke place is like surrounded by love hotels so Nishiyama and Miki-chan are holding hands and walking around and he like points at a love hotel and says like, oh, let's go in. <laughs> <laughs> and Miki-chan is like, like, yes. So then he's like, yes, I'm so lucky. <laughs> so then they go into the love hotel, but the front desk like immediately tells them that they're like all booked up, like they don't have any rooms. So they went to another one across the street, but then that one's full too. 
So then they go to uh, the one next door and it's full. It's a busy night. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> oddly, like every love hotel is booked up that day. Like for some reason, it was like super, <laughs> super just busy that night. <laughs> it was just a night full of love for some reason. <laughs> and at this point, Miki-chan is telling him that she's just going to go home. And, like, he's, like, out of desperation, he calls up his friend who paired off and left before them. And his, he calls his friend and his friend, his friend tells him, like, yeah, the hotels are so crowded today, but I managed to find one, like, a little bit away. Did his friend already finish? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why is he, like, just, like, ready like, to pick go. up the phone? It's like, hey, man, which hotel you use? It's like, oh, I'm done. You can take my room. It's over there. <laughs> horrible. But yeah, he calls his friend. His friend says, yeah, the hotels are booked up, but I found one like a little bit away from the whole strip. And like the one I went to, empty. So (laughs) (laughs) Highly recommend. (laughs) So he tells his friend like, oh, thank you. And him and Miki-chan head to the hotel that his friend's at right now. And they arrive in front of the hotel. And it's this super old, creepy looking love hotel. And he's like, okay, Miki-chan, let's go in. <laughs> but as he takes her hand and tries to walk towards the hotel, Miki-chan is kind of like frozen in place, like unwilling to move. <laughs> and he turns to her and is like, what's wrong? Like, let's go. And she just replies like, this place is so creepy. I don't want to go in. <laughs> and he's like desperate <laughs> at this point. <laughs> so he's like, yeah, the outside is creepy, but once we go in, we'll just be doing the same thing. So it'll be okay. Like, don't worry about it. <laughs> like, let's go in. Let's go in. And she, like, won't budge. And he's like, what's wrong? Like, like it's okay. Let's go. And she's like, no, look over there. And she points her finger up at one of the windows of the hotel. And he looks up to the window she's pointing at. And there's a woman pressed up against the window. And it looks like she's, like, scanning the area. <laughs> And she's, it looks like she's like wearing red clothes of some sort. And seeing this woman like sent a shiver up his spine. <laughs> but he tried really hard not to react because he knew that if he acted scared, like Miki chan would definitely go home. So instead, he just like points and says, like, Oh, isn't that just a pervert? Like, I bet she's just like getting off on people seeing her like yeah. do the deed, you know, <laughs> up against the window. And this makes, like, Miki-chan laugh a little and, like, she relaxes. So then he's, like, finally able to convince her to go in. And... Horrible. Horrible. It's an old love hotel. So they get the keys and they go to the room. And the room is laid out really weird. Like, it's a very small room with a bed in the middle of the room. And the whole ceiling is a mirror. And... There's a small TV up against the wall with, like, a wooden chair in front of it for two people. <laughs> like, instead of a couch. Like, usually you would see, like, a couch there. But instead, it's, like, a weird, like, wood bench. Bare bones. <laughs> Bare bones. <laughs> so he sits down on the bench and he, like, calls over Miki-chan to sit next to him so they can, like, make out or something. But as soon as she sits down, she gets back up again and walks to the window. And she's, like, looking out the window being like, what? And he's like, well, what's wrong? And she asks for him to come over. So he does and he looks out the window, but there's like no one outside and he can't really see anything out of the ordinary. So he says like, what's wrong? I don't see anything. And Miki-chan is like, this room, isn't this room where that woman was? Like where we saw the woman? (laughs) 
And he looks out one more time. And from the view, like, it seems like it's the right location for where they saw the woman. And they're super creeped out by this. So he goes and he checks the bathroom and the room, like everywhere in the room, but there's no one hiding anywhere. But also they never passed anyone in the hallway or saw anyone in the only entrance slash exit of the hotel. Mm. So now they're wondering like where, like how could she have left? Like, how did she leave? Like, we would have, like, passed her at some point. And to calm themselves down, they decide to watch TV for a bit. So they, like, talk and they watch TV for about an hour. And they both finally start to, like, get more relaxed and, like, in the mood again. (laughs) So they decide to finally move to the bed and do the deed. And after they finish, since they're both, like, super tired and they had been drinking beforehand, Mm -hmm. like, they fall, they both fall asleep. And a few hours later, like, Nishiyama wakes up to the sound of the shower turning on. And he was, like, casually thinking, like, oh, I wonder if, like, Mikichan is showering and, like, leaving afterwards. Mm. And as he thought this, he turns over and he hugs Mikichan in bed. <laughs> then suddenly he realizes, like, wait, then who's in the shower? <laughs> if Mikichan's here, like, who is in the shower right now? And that's when his body suddenly is, like, paralyzed. Like, he can't move it. And he starts to panic and he's thinking like, what is this? What's happening? And that's when he hears the shower turn off. And then he hears footsteps walking towards the door. And he's thinking like, please don't come out. Please don't come out. Then the door to the bathroom opens and out comes Miki-chan with a towel wrapped around her. She has a shocked expression on her face and says like, who is that? And the ceiling above the bed is a mirror. So he's like, he moves his eye up the ceiling and he sees himself hugging a woman dressed in red. (laughs) Panic, they just grab their clothes and they run out of the room. And he's like calling his friend who's like still in the hotel. (laughs) And he runs to his friend's room. Like him and Mikichan run to his room. And like, that's pretty much it. Like they just (laughs) end the night there. So everyone at the mixer later heard this story and they all tried to do some research on that love hotel, but they couldn't find anything on it. Like no accidents or crime ever happened in the hotel. But he said when he tells his story at Thriller Night, the bar, uh, multiple people have come up to him after the show. Like that love hotel in your story is like blank blank hotel, right? And it is. (laughs) Every single time they mentioned this hotel and he asks like them how they know. And they're all like, we've had similar experiences there (laughs) with like with the red woman, like not one person, but he said multiple people came up to him and said they saw that woman. Did they just see her or did they also like wake up? (laughs) It could, it could be. Is she like a pervert or a ghost? Like what? (laughs) I don't know. Like, I mean... It's a pervert ghost, maybe, right? Watch, she's the owner of the love hotel. <laughs> but where would she hide, then? Because she's the owner. Maybe there's, like, a trap door. Or, like, a secret <laughs> compartment room. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so crazy. She just, like, waits in there. <laughs> yeah. Or there's, I'm like, was there, like, a murder that no one knows of in the hotel? Ooh. Ooh. Like, that's what I was thinking when I first heard this story. And he was saying um, he doesn't want to, like, say the name of the hotel Mm. because he doesn't want to, like, affect their business. But if anyone ever goes to a dirty old love hotel in Shinjuku, Kabukicho, like, be careful. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, if it's a love hotel off the main area and it's like super old and creepy looking, like it might be this one. Oh gosh. So, <laughs> but yeah, it's like kind of it's a creepy story but also like funny (laughs) like for me i'm just like oh man like all the people that came up to him they too were in (laughs) they're like oh my gosh there's no other love hotel (laughs) let me go to this like weird old one in the (laughs) middle of like not in the main area (laughs) like yeah i don't know (laughs) it's interesting too like I mean, that's such a big part of the culture, too, like mixer parties and like the I think in Japanese they're called gokon. But Mm. yeah, it's a very popular thing. Young people do. Yeah. And love hotels, too. (laughs) (laughs) Though usually love hotels, I don't know. I'm not I've never been to one. I don't know if they're this like busy all the time. I know they're busy for like Christmas. <laughs> yeah, I hear they're like all booked during Christmas. Yeah, it's like a battle to get a room <laughs> during Christmas. But I'm sure like everyone planned ahead of time too. <laughs> it's like, oh, we're definitely getting busy tonight, so I need to make sure. Yeah, make a reservation. <laughs> Unlike this guy. Yeah. This is what happens when you don't make a reservation. I will say like the mixer party idea too. It's like, oh, that's kind of interesting because it's kind of just like, oh, you're going on a like a blind date, but with like a group of friends. Yes, like it does a seem a little safer. Another group of yeah, because I I don't know. Like sometimes like the idea of going on a blind date alone seems nervous. <laughs> yeah, but if you go with like three other friends, yeah, and it's like oh, if the conversation stalls one on one, then that kind of sucks. But if you go with like maybe like another single friend or your coworker type situation, mm-hmm. like that feels like more at ease. Yeah, I yeah. guess. So. so interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Because it ends with everyone looking <laughs> <laughs> In this specific mixer, yes. Yeah. But I mean, he paid the price. I don't know, paid the price. But <laughs> his desperation definitely led him to a more interesting mixer yeah. ending. Because I mean, technically, the girl was just like, there was multiple times where she was like, no, I don't feel No. When I first heard this, I was like, girl, just go home. Like, you know what? Like, the- <laughs> The shocking thing did not happen to her. It happened to him. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So, (laughs) interesting story. He's the victim. He's the (laughs) victim. So, that's it for Kaidan this week. Um, Please follow our (laughs) Instagram at Kaidan Scary Stories. And, yeah. Join us again next week. Stay safe. Stay warm. (laughs) Join us next week. (laughs) Thank you for listening. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.